started, have we? Yeah, we've started now. Yo, CCC Convicted Christian Community. Welcome, what is welcome, going on? Welcome. We're back welcome. with. Uh, hey, Josh, what uh, what have we got playing today? We got a Silk Sonic album, Love Strain, just released a few days ago. On Valentine's Day, I reckon. Oh, fine, oh, a bit of Valentine's See, Day fine. love. All love to our listeners out there. We hope you're having an amazing day. And, well. I'm so happy to be here, eh? Are you happy to be here? Oh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, it's not Valentine's Day today, but, you know. Still feel the love. Still <laughs> it's Valentine's love. Day every I'll tell you day, what day it is today. What's the date today? It's your birthday. <laughs> it's, it's your birthday. birthday. Oh, it's my It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Amen. Spend my money. It is my birthday today. Yeah, thank you. There was a song that we used to sing at church, and it goes. What was that? Hey D, it's your birthday <laughs> today. You're one more year. We celebrate our father's love <laughs> and, and thank him for his care. What comes after that? Hey D, it's your 25, 25 years. 21. <laughs> today we, we thank, thank God you for his care. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I've well. forgotten about that. That's an absolute yeah, banger. Man. I feel like that's banger. the one song that goes off in church. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone actually that turns up to it. Yeah. 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 It yeah. is my birthday today and honestly there is nowhere else I'd rather be. Oh bro. Aww. Actually, there is uh, one place I'd rather be. Where is Hayfoss Waterfalls. Okay. Josh, get it up. Have a look at this. I was actually thinking about this today. I was like, honestly, I really I'm actually really happy to be here. Mm. And then you know when you get on your desktop, there's those different photos that comes up. Oh, and you look yeah. there, yeah. And this, I saw this, and I was like, man, actually, I would probably rather be there. Oh, <laughs> How good is that? Hayfoss Waterfalls, I think it's in Sweden, Iceland. Sorry for Icelandic listeners out there. <laughs> How beautiful is that? If you live in Iceland and you have not been to the Hayfoss Waterfalls, you need to go ASAP. Big shout out to Hayfoss Waterfalls. Uh, beautiful place in the world. Yeah. So. That's probably where I'd be, but the second place I'd be is right here that's on it. this podcast. And the third place you'd so rather excited. be was that music video with Bruno <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually love my birthday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, like, oh, no, I hate my birthday. You know, yeah. How old are you? Oh, bro, I don't want to say. Yeah. For me, I actually love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, I'm getting older yeah. and I- I'm still young, mm. I guess, compared to to, to, older to some people. older people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they're like, oh, you're still young. Wait till you get older. I'm like, nah, I don't know. I don't think they'll ever change. Yeah. I love my birthday. You know why, Kate? Because for me, it's a reminder of the year that I've had. Mm. And when I like always do this every day on my birthday, like the night before the morning, mm. I'll just reflect mm. on a year. Yeah. It might've been a crappy year. It might've been a great year. There's always ups and downs that happen in mm-hmm. a year, right? Yeah. And I look back and I'm just like thankful for it. Mm. Like, yeah, thank you, God, for giving me all these challenges That's and right. all these blessings yeah. because all of it has formed me to who I am now. Yeah. I thank you for my life. You know, I'm still young, so I still feel like for me personally, mm. I'm still getting physically stronger. Like every year, yeah. I feel like I'm getting stronger physically, mm. even mentally. I feel like I'm getting sharper and yeah. like smarter, more Praise attuned. Yeah. But then the other things as well. Smarter. <laughs> <laughs> some, some would so, argue that so, point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Some would argue about whether I'm getting smarter. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, 
I feel like as well, like my self-awareness and self-reflection mm. keeps improving because mm. you learn. Like mm. as you get older, like people get wiser, you know what I mean? Mm. So for me, I, I don't think I'll ever get annoyed at getting older. Mm. I feel like I'm really thankful for it because God's given me a year. Mm. I don't even know if I'll make it to my next birthday next year. No one does. Yeah, right? no one does, yeah. But um, that's why I'm grateful for every year God's given me on this mm. green earth. And I just keep praying that like I can continue to be, you know, a good witness for him. Salt and light, salt yeah. and light. I actually had this incredible testimony from my church's pastor's wife who was incredibly sick yeah. for no reason. Oh, bummer. Mm. So she couldn't get out of bed, yeah. do absolutely nothing. All she could do is just get up or couldn't even get up really, yeah. go to the toilet and that was like the only thing that she had energy for the wow. day. And wow. she had like high-flying career, incredibly intelligent, mm. very beautiful person, mm. you know, loved by many. Yeah. All of a sudden she disappears out of her circles the only thing that she can do is give her kids a hug and a kiss just once a day, That's go it. to the toilet and back. That's what wow. she could do for months, several months. Yeah. Ridiculous, right? So like just listening to that sermon, I just listened to it during the week and I went, my God, what a blessing it is that we can get up every day. And we're just mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. being hungry for food, mm-hmm. having appetite, mm-hmm. you have no idea what a blessing that is. Yeah. yeah. Being able to sleep when you're tired, being able to feel tired, Mm. at night so that you can fall asleep, asleep. Yes. Yeah. yeah yeah and then when you wake up and the opposite to that being feeling awake yeah and energized yeah and yeah. you have stuff to do people to yeah. see right mm. what happened to her body was that there was a little leakage from the bottom of her spine that mm. basically leaked out all of her spinal fluid oh wow as yeah. soon as she got any vertical sort of disposition yeah yeah what that what yeah just that little little crack just out out it goes right? it's insane huh and then you yeah. do a surgery and then, you know, oh mm. my goodness. You know the industry I work in. Mm. So I do see a lot of people who are quite, you know, disabled. Mm. You get such a gratitude mm. to just the ability to walk. Oh my god! Even to the toilet. It is praiseworthy. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. And I went to see my mom and go, hey mom, you know how you're like older than me? Yeah. My mom, praise God, is not sick at all. Mm. She has no issues with diet, no issues with exercise. She rides yeah. a bike every day. Mentally pretty. The mentally pretty sharp stable. as well. And I'm yeah. going, you are a miracle. Yeah. It's a blessing, man. It's a miracle. Yeah. You sustaining your life every day for the breath yeah. you breathe, right? And the birthday that you enjoy everything comes from god 100 and people might go yeah whatever like if you're listening to this and you are going actually whatever like check yourself man how much do you live in gratitude of god's mercy Mm. in your physical being that is a walking and a living and a breathing miracle yeah i i've lived that this week 100 and it's just completely different appreciation Mm. for your life for your time yeah for your friendships yeah Every minute is precious and Definitely. just worthwhile. And that's maybe a tip we can give people mm. on a podcast. We want to be people of action Amen. is this week, at least three times this week, just mm. praise God for your health, mm. your wealth, yeah. your well-being, yeah. gratitude, yeah. really. And even in the lack of these things, yeah. the Bible says, be still and know that I'm God. Mm. Be still. Amen. So if you are able to be still, yeah. and I know... Coming from me, that's rich because I'm not a very still person. But one thing that was really encouraging for me in that testimony was that even though she couldn't do anything, yeah, she lied there still and knew that. She had peace. God was her God. Speaking of 
friendship and time. We had a weekend away recently. Yes, we did. Yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners about that? So good, right? So fun. So good. We had <laughs> too much fun. We had oh, we had a lot of fun. We basically booked out like this baller as dope ass house. Yeah. It literally dope. looks like an influencer's mansion. Yeah, but that's it right. wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was, close to it. Yeah, it was better than that, I reckon, in some ways, <laughs> because of the people inside. Yeah, right? yeah. I I tried to look for an Airbnb more expensive than that in the yeah. area, and I couldn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we we were arguably in one of the best Airbnbs. Yeah. Right? And you know, we paid some coin, didn't we? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't super cheap. Yeah. It wasn't super expensive at the same time. Yeah. It was it was but, manageable for the number of yeah, people that were in there. And, just keeping in mind, fortunately for us and us, there wasn't any COVID regulations. We were able to have the numbers, yeah. which again was a blessing from God because that Amen. changed recently. That's right. That we could it do that. It just changed that, that day? Or yeah. Literally the 50. night before. The night before. The night before yeah. it changed. Praise God. And we actually had a bit of an oversight ourselves. We forgot, we forgot about, about it, the yeah. restrictions. Yeah. Praise God that he sorted that out. Yeah. This house had everything you think of. It had a pool table, had paddle boards, bikes, table tennis, uh, surfboards. Surfboards. Fishing rods and yeah. nets, crab nets, now spear it, guns. Now it has two functioning wetsuits. Oh, yeah, it has wetsuits that Kay left behind. Yeah, that's Bad right. luck. Yeah. <laughs> Did you what guys else? know that there is an archery equipment as well? Yeah, they had, they had yeah. 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 I didn't even see that. Yeah. These yeah. boys were like taking it out and trying to shoot. I'm like, guys, you can't do that here. <laughs> it's going to go through the trees and hit their yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Imagine through, that. We end up on the news. through you through the trees. <laughs> I was reading up on the news and just coming in. Yeah. Some a random group kids. Of Christian kids. <laughs> uh, just spewing the Holy Spirit into people, really. That's right. That's right. Had everything and we just had a ball. Absolutely. Had ball. a great time. Uh. We had a mix as well, like of Christian people from our church, mm. our previous church, some new churches, just people we've met. Non Christians. Non Christians as well. So I had some of my workmates come, some of my friends that I've met at like basketball and mm. stuff like that yeah you know you've some had, of my homies yeah yeah what i really liked about that weekend was yeah, all the fun stuff was great the yeah. beach was just phenomenal yeah. right the water was clean oh, everything great. was perfect and the food was great but i came to realize that both you and i were very conscious of the people that we're inviting yes yeah. as in like watch out for the christians right because like we will invite <laughs> you into things <laughs> what do you mean by that <laughs> i am very intentional about my secular friendships uh-huh. i let them yeah. know that first i care about them and second yeah. because i care about them i will share with you the good news that i have Forward yeah i would like yeah. you to receive it yeah. because to me it's good mm. penn and teller who is an atheist those guys the, the magician oh, guys on the penn and teller, penn and teller yeah. Yeah, the those guys, guys say if yes. you are religious and you're not proselytizing to me i have yeah. no respect for you do you want to let our listeners know what proselytizing means proselytizing means to tell somebody about their belief yeah right so it's like this if i have like a kick-ass company that's coming mm-hmm. to market that's going to go yeah. up in stock price yeah and i want my friends to make money and i want me to make money why wouldn't i tell them about yeah. the good things that are yeah, about to come if you're 100 guaranteed guaranteed no no it's going to yeah. be good. Well, yeah. Without it, it being insider trading. It's like if you knew <laughs> that the LA Rams was going to win uh, the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. And also that Snoop Dogg, Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, Mary J. Blige were mm. going to do the most kick-ass halftime show, show yeah. in the world. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those guys. Yeah. Who isn't? Who isn't? Yeah. You'd tell people. You'd be like, yo, like LA Rams are going to win. You yeah. might want to put put some money on yeah. them. Yeah, put 50 bucks Or just least. watch it, Yeah. you know? But if you 100% know that, like you would tell people about it. And Penn and Teller in this example is saying, yeah, like the, the example they use in that actually is 
A bus. A bus. Yeah. If a bus was coming downhill and there was a person standing there had no idea, yeah. wouldn't you push him out of the way? Yeah. If you believe that, that the bus changing. was going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think what's really important there is a, is a relational thing. There's yeah. other ways to evangelize. Maybe you just plant a seed. You just throw something at somebody yeah. and they might see it somewhere else. A little salt bay on that. <laughs> a little salt bay. A little salt bay seed just sprinkling. And... Like, I was very intentional about that. And, yeah. you know, we had a conversation during the weekend and mm. then even afterwards as well. We did. And yeah. we were obviously, we had an agenda. <laughs> we had an agenda. Somewhat. We did. We did. Yeah. And I think part Not of Not our own. Not our own. I yeah. don't think it's our own. God's it's plan. God's plan. God's plan. According to... God's even plan. if... No, that's praise God. Not God's plan. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, a different, different artist as well. Oh, that's a different <laughs> artist. There's oh, a difference God. between Kanye West and Drake. Is that right? Yeah. Some would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't see differences. That's what, it. What's that like? You just see Jesus. <laughs> we did. We had a bit of an agenda and it was twofold. We really wanted our non-Christian friends to meet our Christian friends, essentially, mm. and just to like realize that Christian people can be normal. Normal, As yeah, we call yeah. it, NWAC. NWAC, normal, well-adjusted Christians. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah. But we also wanted to have Christians from different churches interact and, and unite yeah yeah i think we may be letting out a little bit of our plan yeah. but but me and kay have got a bit of a plan for this year with churches in our state mm. and our goal is to try and get a bit more into church connection mm. because we know that when the bible talks about church it's not talking about an organization it's mm. talking about a family and that family is wider mm. and deeper and that's why we love this podcast yeah is that we've got listeners in, in america in mexico mm. who believe in the same thing that we do amen and we're family. Yeah, we're brothers and sisters. So thank you for listeners out there. And keep writing in comments and letting us know um, mm. your thought and, and stuff you'd love us to talk about. Mm. But we did. We had a bit of an agenda. Mm. And uh, did we achieve it, I'd say? Yeah, yeah. somewhat. I somewhat. Mean, one thing that really was just like, wow, praise God, was we had lots of fun. No accidents. Mm. No COVID yeah, outbreaks. The house didn't praise, blow up. Yeah, it didn't blow up <laughs> with that many people. No one died from an archery shot. Yeah. Josh, Josh didn't shoot someone down. Uh, I almost hit <laughs> another car. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> almost okay that's it is the last day we prayed yeah was that your highlight together yeah yeah wow yeah last day we prayed in the morning it was sunday morning we were sort of packing things up getting ready to leave the property and i had an opportunity to pray for my non-christian friend who was very very thankful now i told him many many times that dude you are such a loved person you know when you meet a certain group of people like in a in a new country when you're traveling or something you yeah. first identify how they show love and honor to each other yes right yeah you can see it in the way they greet each other and even in the way they serve food to each other yeah or the way they spend time with each other yeah so the biggest accolade of love the pouring and lavishing of love that you'll see from a group of christians mm. is that they pray for you yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. so many people that are praying for you. Mm. So many people that are praying for you that you don't even know about. Yeah. God is already blessing you so much. It might not be the love that you want because, you know, you might not relate and that's yeah. okay and that's okay. But just know that the people that are here from what they know and from what they believe is right and wrong is showing you enormous, just dumping mm. you with love. I know people that you don't even know that I didn't even know that have heard your story yeah. and is praying for you, right? You know, there's a story where like I caught up with this, another person, like another I pastor. Think we, we talk yeah, about we talk about it in our podcast. Yeah. And tune into that. And I go, dude, you are so loved, and so he's okay with the idea of prayer. Yep. that it's coming from me. Yeah, and we're very like we're high fiving. You know, we're hugging. Yeah. We're we're hugging, bros. We're dapping up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bang, <laughs> cut, cut. You know all that stuff. <laughs> pop, pop, <laughs> squish, squish, squish. Honk, honk, honk. You know that. Hey, hey, that hey we're not we're not <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. PG, all right. <laughs> we're a PG podcast. We're yeah, a family mate. friendly podcast. 
CCC. And my boy was like, I prayed for him publicly. Yeah. You know, there's nothing more like shaking than I think a public recognition of someone's value, I think. Mm. But I prayed for him. And then afterwards, he's like, dude, thank you so much. And I think he's beginning to see the heart. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, you really, you raised a really interesting question there is the best way that we as Christians can show love is through prayer. Mm. I wonder how that fits into the whole five love languages. Which one is prayer? Maybe something to talk about. On is one of them podcast. prayer? No, it's not. No. But no. I mean, I guess you could call prayer quality time but that's with the person or words of affirmation no because you, it's not yeah because you pray we'll, by yourself we'll talk about person. it on another po- podcast yeah, i reckon yeah, yeah but we're about to lay into that book huh? <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert yeah have you read it have you bought it yet nah, nah, I, nah I wouldn't we'll, we'll get it for you well, you, thank need, you. you need to learn how to love speaking of roasting, roasting we had a really fun activity we did on the weekend yeah. which was when we were sitting down to think about this mm. I, I think you were like yo dude we should do a roast yeah and i was like yo we should do a roast mm. basically if you don't know what a roast is is where we just sit down and then people just make fun of us really mm. the simplest thing and we quite, make fun of others as well yeah quite hard for christian people to do mm. you would think mm. but when you come to that weekend away oh, it was man. not hard for the christian people nah to say some pretty funny things, I would say. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. pretty alarming things. And there was one thing that I mentioned. Yes, that, the weekend, which that, was the oh. reason why we wanted to do it yeah. as well, was like you know we've heard it all in like the cultures and the groups that we've grown up in. Is that like we've pretty much heard everything that yeah. people mentioned. And the better friends we make, the more of this stuff we exactly. Hear. Yeah, so yeah. it's just Australian cultures just to like poke fun at people. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, but one thing I said as well in that weekend away was like I kind of wanted to also do it for ourselves, but even mm. for other people to go. There's things sometimes that people will say to you, mm. that really does hurt you. Mm. Now, I don't know whether you listeners could tell because uh, I don't really stand up much on a podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'm standing up right now. Yeah. I'm just I'm just that short. <laughs> what, wait, did he stand up? Is that stand up? I, I'm standing up right now. Oh, wow. I, I ain't really that tall, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of like the jokes from the weekend was about my height. Mm. Now, when I was younger, I don't know whether I told you this, but when I was younger, that really affected me. Mm. Like really affected me. Mm. And I just had to learn how to deal with that yeah. because it affected me to the point where like it made me feel really sad and like affected my mood mm. and then affected my confidence. And mm. at the end of the day, I, I had to realize I can't change that. Mm. I physically can't change my height. Yeah. That's just the way that God's made me. Yeah. How do I learn to deal with it that whoever says anything, mm. I can't control what you say as well. Mm. You know, in, in 10 years time, I guarantee you, you know, I, I could be married and have kids and mm. like people would still be making fun of my height and stuff. You mm. know what I mean? Or I might not even be married and have kids. Mm. I might just be in a workplace and people make fun of your height. Mm. Am I going to continue to be hurt by that mm. and cut and have like my own understanding of who I am mm. shaped by what other people say? Mm. Or am I going to learn how to cope with it mm. to go, you know what? You're short. Get mm. over yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? God so still short, looks right? at you. <laughs> <laughs> God still looks at you and goes, you're you're one of mine yeah i love you yeah and that's the most important thing right Mm. because every person can relate to this where there's something about yourself that you don't like Mm. you know that's okay it's not like if you're short fat like your hair color you know what you look like there might be something that you don't like about yourself that's okay Mm. it's human Mm. but what you got to learn to do is like learn to be able to cope with that yeah and to go you know what i am not shaped my identity Mm. is not shaped by this Mm. and that's why christianity Mm. feeds into everything man is that amen i'm not my identity is not being like a five foot five human being my identity is in christ you know there might be like females out there that go like oh like 
body image. By body image and stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah. you're not identified by what other people will tell you. Mm. And you know, maybe even have some like social media mm. influencers out there that get some incredibly hurtful comments mm. that you can't control. What With an incredibly write. amazing body, often as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can't control what can't other people will say. Yeah. But what you can control is knowing that your identity is not in being a social media influencer. Mm. Ultimately, your identity is in Christ. Amen. And if you don't know that, like, get to know. Mm. Get to know Christ. Amen. You know what I mean? Wow, powerful. Yeah. Powerful even, stuff. even interesting, like, you you get your confidence not mm. from, yeah, what the community or society mm. yeah. going towards. But yeah. your identity is in Christ. And yeah. it gives you confidence. Whatever, what happened, you, you just, I think you find joy, you find confidence. Mm. 100%. I need to caveat that as well and say like, that is not something I've got down packed. Mm. There are still times now, man, uh, where yeah. like someone make fun of my heart and it hurts, yeah. mm. you know, like particularly I think more with like when you're dating someone mm. and stuff like that, there's certain nuances of this that makes it hard in different situations. Yeah. But coming back to what we were talking about when we started this podcast about giving thanks and gratitude, like I can look back on this and go, yeah, you know what? This hurts, but like, I've got peace in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got my health. I've got this and this and this and mm-hmm. this. I, learned, I can list for hours all the things that I've got going in my life yeah. that God's blessed me with. Amen. And go, yo, that's actually, I'll take that over not having mm-hmm. this and this and this and this. There's a, there's a short man in the Bible. It's a, oh, is yeah. it chaos? The, the, oh, I thought you were going to say David. Yeah, David. David. Was David a shorty? David was a shorty, dude. Yeah, historical. Was he? Yeah. Was he? David would have been my height. Well, let's actually talk about somebody who had actually nothing going for him. It was Takeas, right? He was a tax collector. He had a job yeah. that everybody hated. Everybody yeah. hated him as a person. 100%. Short dude. So he climbs a dumb little tree yeah. to look over something. And then Jesus, I'm going to have dinner at your place. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. amazing. And he says, you have faith and I will, mm. you know, all that great stuff. Another thing that you pointed out over the weekend that I found really interesting is like, hey, if you find any of these things offensive to you and you mm. are hurt by this, maybe that's a prompt for you to go away and look at it yourself yeah. and reflect yeah. on it to see, are you still finding identity yeah. in these things? So there was some level of rebuke in that did as I well. Did I say that in a, in a graceful did. way? You did. Okay. In a good I, I way. I didn't want it to come yeah. across like yeah. too brass, you know, cra- so crass. When I was <laughs> too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's, it what's, is what's, what it is. What's it gentleness is. like coming from you, man? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, no, D's a very gentle That's it. Person. Short yeah. man with yeah. a big bark. <laughs> 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 you heard it first here, CCC. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into a topic for today, which I think is a doozy. Mm. We did a podcast a little while ago on music and stuff, so I want to kind of bring back a little bit of that idea. The topic for today is worship music. Should it follow the trend and the culture of today? Oh, wow. Now, let me just explain that a little bit. Nowadays, music, you'd probably say, you know, a bit of EDM, house music is mm. really big. Trap music is really big. Mm. You know, those those songs that go on TikTok, mm. boom, get really big. Yeah. Essentially, you're top 40, right? Mm. Yeah. Should worship music sound like and follow some of those sounds and, and styles mm. or should it stay separate to that? Because... I think one can argue that there are music that is feeding into a little bit of that culture and where we're going now. Mm. And we did a podcast on this on, on Lecrae and 1K Fuse new album. Mm-mm. Amazing. Go have a listen to it if you haven't. That's right. But also Christian worship music is still quite set in its own culture, mm. which is a good thing as well. Yeah. You know, mm. I think Christian music at the moment has its own type of culture. Yeah. And it needs to still stay there. I think mm. there's some awesome music there. But then what about feeding into the music now. Mm. That's the question for debate for today. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Maybe not debate, conversation. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
happens. Well, Fight today. Yeah, <laughs> Fight to the death. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I've been actually developing a thought around this topic as well. Yeah, but I think right. one of the I, I don't know when I can weigh in on my thing because I don't know what what the heck yeah. you're going to talk about today. Right. But <laughs> I feel that I feel that we are also living in an era musically where people have more diverse tastes than ever before mm-hmm. in music. So okay. okay. What so do you mean back by that? back in like the classical like era and stuff like that, we could just put one music like in in the classical music and go yeah. that was a music of that entire era. Yeah. Yeah, think about our era now and just pick five friends among you. Yeah. They all have completely different musical True. tastes. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is no one type of song that I don't think yeah. would be able to put it on. And yeah. more music is being produced now. More yes. mu- music is being shared more now. Yeah. We are as a society becoming more and more individualistic. Yeah. Instead of like a, a collective, right? Yeah. So think about the Renaissance or even before mm-hmm. Renaissance times, you know, people yeah. just like the, the church organ will sing and that was like the music, right? Yeah. It changed yeah. throughout the eras, yeah. but it never had multiple music in there. And, and it was also hard to find musicians that were well-educated, mm-hmm. had access to piano, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Now, completely different. Now, you know what I think also helped with that is like just the development in technology and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah. that you can understand different cultural music we keep an open mind really that's yeah. what i'm trying to say as we yeah. enter into this we understand there is a lot of different niches of yeah. music if you like yeah. in the christian space even yeah. as well and yeah. so let's dive into it well i was thinking we could actually like have a look at that so there's obviously your classic like worship music that you sing in a church and stuff like that and like we're from australia so Hillsong's quite quite large mm. it's quite large globally mm. in terms of the type of music they play mm. in church there's two things that i thought was important to differentiate at the moment okay and that is obviously like i have mentioned it already worship music and what i call background music mm. now that we can change the name for that but basically worship music being you know yaki hill songs like your i don't know city of light your like ten thousand reasons ten thousand reasons matt redman yeah. chris tomlin yeah. you know the type of music you sing as type of fellowship mm. and worship in yeah. a church service mm. Then you've got your background music, which is like what I call non-Christian music uh, in the sense of okay. like, you know, Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa. Mm. Doja. Doja Cat, who I absolutely love. Yeah, we're a big fan. CCC is we, a big uh, fan of Doja. CCC is an amazingly big fan of Doja Cat mm. and her music, and her, some of her music. And her vibes. Yeah, her vibes, yeah. <laughs> She's an interesting cat. Yeah. But um, basically, so there's a little bit of those differences. I understand that the nuances of like there is certain worship music you need that you're playing in a church yeah. i think mm. and that's important what i wanted to talk more about as well is like the type of music that you don't play in a church mm. so the ones that you kind of listen to just in your your spotify mm. you know weekly listening yeah. but also that could get played in a church as well oh wow okay yeah right. so let's actually get up blasphemy territory yo yo <laughs> i'm just kidding well the other we could actually show that video like there's a, a group in australia how would you describe it it's like a rave it's a lot going on yeah maybe we'll put the links to the youtube video as well in our podcast yeah but uh, Josh, do you want to play us a little bit of one of it? It's one of the songs called That's Us. It's by Planet Shakers. Mm. Wait, this is not a non-Christian song though. That's just... No, this, is, just a this is a Christian song. song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you said you're going to play something that's non-Christian. No, no, secular, no, no. But it can be played in a church. What, no, no, what, no. no, no. I was, so I was saying like, can, mm. can there be a Christian song mm. that is like background music? That is top 40. In the style of a background yeah, music. Yeah, okay. That, that gets played in a church. Yeah, okay. So okay. can you have a song like Kiss Me More yeah. played in church? Yeah. Okay? Play- now, Kiss Me More as the actual song, song and the lyrics, may not maybe, get played yeah, in a church, church yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But 
let's just say somebody did a remix to that with like some gospel lyrics, message. Yeah, message, yeah. Can <laughs> that type of music get played in Church. Sunday service? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get to. And get song together, like sing together. And yeah, and, yeah song yeah. together. So together. these guys right here. Mm. Now this is a church. Yeah, right? like this is service. Planet Shakers. Either team, it's yeah. like a conference or it's a Sunday service. Swedish House Mafia call in being like, yo, you stole our style. Uh. <laughs> now, I remember you, you showed us this mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah. and you were like, yo, D, you got to check this out. Right, this is cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts when you... Because you, you said that you went to a church that... Mm. That did this in person, right? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you I want did. to share us in a bit? Yeah. That? So I think I think the setting on that church was I think that. So just for uh, for people who are listening to this, we'll put the videos in the comments in, in, the, in the links as well. Yeah. yeah. I think when I first heard it, now I I'm a pretty like I love this kind of songs, right? Yeah. I love this kind of songs, and yeah. and it was new to me. It was kind of new to me, so I was like, oh wow, I'm at a church, and I'm probably one of the more open-minded people when it comes to music mm-hmm. than yeah. others, right? Yeah. So I'm like, wow, this is cool. But then I was also worried about how is the congregation responding to this? Default to do that because I used to be a worship leader. And mm. I said, okay, what, what is this? But there was a lot of kids and there was a lot of youth focus yeah. for that particular week. That did not mean there was just only young people in the service. We okay. also had a lot of old people yeah, right. in the church as well. Like yeah. A lot of the kids and their parents were there as well. So mm. I'm like, I wonder if they're just sort of accepting this as yep. a good gateway for the kids to then be introduced into the gospel. So message. you're saying that there were some older people who were like yeah, getting very, down in this. Yeah. And they were just sort of, they you were just getting... basically call this like a rave, right? I would call this a rave. Yeah. 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 This looks like a rave. Yeah. What was the sort of interaction with people in the, um, in the audience? I think some people actually felt a bit awkward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not just like me and the music. It's also me, the music and like what's everyone else doing as well. Yeah. And it, unfortunately that is the collective worship, right? Yeah. It'd be great if just people were to put their hands out, you know, let their pants fall off, you know, kind of thing in the Bible. Yeah. You know, just have just have that one to one. But it is a communal thing. I was thinking about this recently. Yeah. It's hard to do that because church is supposed to incorporate every type of person into it. Mm. Whereas when you go to a concert, so if I went to a Dua Lipa concert, mm. all the people there know what they're getting. Mm. So if somebody went there and was like, uh, Dua Lipa isn't playing any uh, classical music. Mm. Where's Jorgen? Mm. people just be like bro what are you doing mm. <laughs> you know what I mean mm. like you're going there for a particular thing mm. now even you go to a festival so like Coachella mm. or Splendid in the Grass mm-hmm. there's still diversity of music that's played there mm. but there's a certain style of music mm. so somebody actually went there and started playing the organ mm. people would still go like this is not what I paid for Mm-mm. to come to exactly right so in a church like a church isn't looking to tailor to a t- certain niche uh-huh. So it's not just looking for people who want to go for a rave. Mm. You also got to tailor to people who don't, mm. and that's where I think it gets a bit tricky. It, it does get very tricky. Church yeah. worship is has always had that element of. I think the more you lean into it as well, like it, it's one of those things where you can't lean into it too much. You need to be conscious of it. But if you lean into it too much, then it's like you're putting on a show that people just want to hear as well. So yeah, it's hard to. I think it's like I said in the beginning of the topic. It, there's such a diversity of tastes out there yeah so for you as a church to come up with a service and a song that just fits everybody is inevitably going to be impossible yeah but that doesn't mean that people who are there before god could just let go of their taste just for a little bit yeah 
and just sort of take it as it comes. Now, yeah. if you're having to make that effort all the time and therefore impacts your relationship with God, yeah. then maybe a different church is appropriate for yeah, you. different right? environment. Yeah, but yeah. if you've been here last week and this week you're seeing the same thing and you're going, wow, that's cool or that's interesting. And I don't think yeah. there are any churches out there that are dumb enough to just go from one style to completely different yeah, the week after. <laughs> yeah, do a 180 so that people can't adjust to that either. So, yeah. so I do believe those older people that were there were there for a purpose and yeah. in, in their own way worshipping God and also Definitely. vibing from how much the next generation yeah. was so into the Word of God. And that's the thing is that, again, I think with church across the board, most people are still going there with the idea of knowing what they they're going for mm. like you go into a church service to hear the message of jesus mm. amen so if somebody went there and was like oh why are all these people dancing around to jesus it's mm. like they're there to worship that's, worship that's god. how they're worshiping god yeah. josh do you mind playing the next one for us but i really enjoyed it like i loved it man. yeah i frothed it like yeah, it great. was so good yeah so this one same so just before you play it so same album mm. same different song concert or sunday service different song yeah similar style I think I literally saw a dude wearing a like a bullet vest. Just <laughs> Do you want to get shot with arrows of cross? <laughs> Watch out, Josh. <laughs> yeah. So, so again, we'll we'll put this in the uh, in the links. A few notes from that. I don't know whether you picked this up, but the diversity in oh, this group crowd. Yeah, go back, Josh, and like put on mute so so Hundle can see this again. Look at the diversity, not just in the crowd, but on the people on stage, mm. right? Oh, yeah. I can literally see oh, like a man, there's a man, there's a woman, yeah. there's, a, there's different cultures. There's like an Asian um, girl, there's young Asian girl. There's different ages, roughly. Yeah. Like they're still all pretty young. Like yeah. let's be real, all pretty young, but mm. fairly different ages. The, the diversity on that stage mm. and even in the congregation, congregation yeah, yeah. relatively, like obviously not as many old people, but mm. I think that's, for me, paints a real picture of what heaven's like. Mm-mm. And so I don't know whether you picked that out, but I was looked at that and I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Mm. I rate that diversity. So I think that church is, is really doing well in that. And we've got a podcast that we talk a little bit on. Mm. So diversity. Yeah. Diversity. Can we, can we get another song up? It's called Plenty Shakers Come Right Now. Oh, wow. Mm. Mad production value. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you have epilepsy, you probably don't want to be in that church. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Dude, this guy looks like he's from Imagine Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so I there's like also it. dances on stage as well. Yeah. We've got like a plethora of lights going on. We just to the on. first chorus. It's a little bit rockier than like the one before. Yeah. Like it's less yeah. hip-hop and trap and housey, but... Skip forward a bit. Scroll on. Uh, like the representation is so diverse, I feel mm. like 
or at least they want to make it that way. It's not as much as the other group. Definitely not. But that's not the point. No, but the point I want to drive here is you will see that the views on this one is way more than the other one. Yeah. Same company. The other one just came out though, that album. It did. Yeah. It did. But I think for it to reach this level, I think it's it's quite different. So Mm. what I think when you make Christian music, you got to have two things in mind. One is... Okay. First of all, does it have a message? Amen. Even if it's repetitional or whatever, does it hit your soul? Yeah. Not just your emotions, does it hit your soul, right? Mm. Second is, will people sing it, appreciate it? Yes. Is a big part. Will will the masses hear it, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The ones that we played before, I couldn't really understand what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. So I think we also listen to that kind of music in the secular world without you understanding do. what it means anyway. Yeah, of course. So even if it talks about sex, drugs, and, you know, fornication, we yeah. go, you know, like mm-hmm. we just, yeah, it sounds good. So we yeah. listen to like Dojo is a great example, for yeah. example. Some of the things that Very she good says. Example. I go on to a show. Yeah, you don't understand, <laughs> what, understand what, what she's saying. saying. <laughs> Nobody understands. I had a friend who like uh, at the Super Bowl halftime show was like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. What, what was he, he saying? saying? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but, cool. but there's like a vibe and it's all the part of his vibe exactly right his but yeah. if people can listen to it over and over and over and over again because it is good to them yep. then that's fine so I did talk about that mass adoption this song did a good job at mass adoption maybe the ones we listened to before the You Me Church album yep. may not go to the level of Come Right Now it but for select few will listen to it over and over again for and sure. maybe that's how it will reach yep. it so it's, it's funny because the second part that I raised has, has multiple facets to it. So it's mm. like, will the masses hear it and they'll all like it? Or will some yeah. select few like it, but they'll do it over, like, listen to yeah, it over see, and over see, again. See, my, my question is, because uh, the ones that we listened to before, and even this one a little bit, is like, it's essentially like a rave, like mm. a Christian rave. Mm. And the whole idea is like, oh, the perception of, like, we want to make it fun for young kids so mm. they feel like they can go to a rave at church mm. rather than going to a club and like yeah. doing bad stuff. And mm. so we're trying to make it like this. There's a lot of churches that are pushing for that. My question is like, do we need to change that perception? Yeah. Like, do you need yeah. to change the perception? I, I have had a, a, like, a lot of chats about this as well with varying degrees of spiritual people. Yeah. And, and I could be long, wrong in this. I was thinking about this. You know, I talk about money on social media, right? Yeah. And I always say, yo, not financial advice, right? That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. And if you want financial advice, seek a financial advice or whatever, legal advice, yeah, all, yeah, that, yeah. all that crap. Yeah. We say, hey guys, this isn't spiritual advice. Please yeah. seek Jesus and the <laughs> word of God, right? <laughs> For you to make spiritual changes in your life. <laughs> don't don't listen to us. We're we're idiots, right? Yeah. We're broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. the same caveat and disclaimer applies here, right? So Righto. you know, CCC is a reflection of God's amazing and beautiful word, yeah. right? And we are also I mean, how much has our faith grown since we started this? Yeah. It comes to yeah. show that we were imperfect yeah. and we're still imperfect now. Yeah. So anyway. So looking at this, I asked some varying chats about this. They will say, oh, hymns are great because the rhythm is simple yep. and the tunes are really simple and it's just really simple words that, you know, that will then just, and sometimes it's beautiful poetic words so it hits your soul really well. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. But you've got like new songs that do that as well. And it, the hymns yeah. were the six, the Skrillex of their time. <laughs> And now we're listening to the scary looks of our time, right? So right. we go, okay. And I try to sing. So every morning I do devotions and part of it is singing a hymn yeah. from my mother tongue, right? Which yeah. often gets translated from those old English Anglican lyrics and wherever they come from. Not to mention, even in this hymn book, there are different variety of songs that come out. And I go, some of these tunes are extremely, extremely difficult to follow along. 
Yes. Yeah. And because I'm not used to those tunes there. Mm-hmm. So what I've come to conclude is that music and vibe is a means to get a message through. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. It yep. is a tool. And it's a powerful diff- tool. Yeah, it's a powerful tool. And yeah. you can use different tools to enter into people's hearts in different people's hearts in different ways. To the guy that says, hey, you know, I, I criticize the new music because your new music is all about the lasers and smoke machines and it's all like jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah. And, and therefore you need to resort to hymns where there's no fancy tunes, mm-hmm. no fancy beats, and you just sing the lyric. And look, I appreciate that too. One time I opened the hymn book and it had like those music notes in it and I couldn't follow it. So I just read aloud the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it's just too much. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. So yeah. read aloud the lyrics. And I'm sure there are old people in the congregation in like something like this that can't relate with the fast-paced yeah, tune yeah, yeah. or even just a young person that don't appreciate this kind of music. Yeah, I'm not calling people who don't appreciate the music has to be old, but like could be our age and look at them, oh, that's our music. Yeah. For example, we have a common friend who loves, for example, like ballroom dancing and opera. <laughs> he hates this kind of stuff. Yeah. He doesn't like And he's it. quite young. Yeah, he's well. quite young. Yeah. And those people, you can just sit there and just appreciate Of course, of course. Like there's people have different... Exactly. Different... So... Different takes. I'm saying I don't think neither of them are correct. Yes, yes, of course, and that's why I like we're, we're starting this conversation. Let me provide a different opinion on that. Okay. okay, something to keep in mind is truly is if you think about hymns and old school music has changed a lot in the last hundred years. A lot of the hymns and stuff that we sing in the church oh. actually have like twenty verses. We only sing two. Oh, is that yeah? That's yeah, true. I've heard of that. Yeah, right? and like Josh, you know this as well, right? Is yeah. that like heaps of the actual. Uh, lyrics to them mm. because we don't like singing for 20 minutes mm. you know whereas back in the day they did mm. even church services like oh no your parents are the same as mine mm. like we used to go to church for three hours we're like if it goes for longer than an hour and a half we're like right. i'm hungry yeah <laughs> you <laughs> mean so coffee coffee <laughs> but even hymns has changed a lot in the culture yeah so we need to keep that in mind it mm. has adapted but i wanted to provide a different take on that is you know, I don't think Christian music needs to change perceptions of certain things. So mm. when I think of like raves, particularly, like I, I don't think you need to try and be like non-secular environments, mm. but provide a Christian spin. It's like, what's the point of that? Mm. Because people's perceptions are still in tuned with what it's like. Let me give you an example for that. And I, I've know many kids who are like this. Mm. They go to churches like what this church is doing and there's raves and there's strobe lights and they love that stuff. And they're like, their parents are like, oh, they're doing it in a safe and contained environment, mm. right? They're not hearing any like swear and there's no drugs, nothing like that. Yeah. They're not trying to hook up with girls or, mm. or guys, mm. stuff like that. There's still that perception that when they go into that environment, they go into a rave. Mm. And then so the kid starts feeding off that and they like start liking raves and, and all that environments. And then they go into like a non-secular environment and it's completely different, but it's more fun. Mm. As much as you can try and make this like really good and fun and like Jesus. It's not the same as non-secular environment, mm. right? And we know that, that there's differences between like a non-secular environment and a Christian environment. And a Christian environment isn't trying to be that. We are countercultural. Mm. So to me, I go in this, why would you want to change the perception on Christian music needed to sound like a rave mm. when there isn't that grace base foundation of faith coming through in it? Mm. And I think you nailed it on the head is that 
the music needs to be gospel centered. Mm. The service and whatever's going on needs to be gospel centered. Mm. And if that's not the case, I can guarantee you're going to have kids mm. who feed into this environment and go find something better. Because mm. I love what they're doing here, mm. but this ain't as good as going to like an EDM festival. Mm. You know what I mean? Still, yeah. It's not. Yeah. And I think Christian music does receive quite a bit of flack in that. So, you know, there's like a YouTube video on this. I don't think, I couldn't find it anymore anyway. But yeah. It's basically saying, why does Christian music copy the secular music and become crappier versions yeah, of those? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, yeah. I'm not going to lie, like those two songs you played, they're mm. not production-wise and, and even style-wise, they're not that good. They're not mm. my taste. And mm. you know, you know, like I've got a vast arrange you of got, music You've got I one like. of the biggest arrays of taste I've ever Yeah, I, I generally feel like I do. Like I love music of different, all different types. An example I want to give you in this as well is like, like we don't need Christianity to go and like live in different places, mm. right? Mm. Like we're called to be the church. Mm. So like I still commend that these guys are trying to be like a church in like a rave environment. Mm -mm. And that's good. Like I actually want to keep encouraging them, but make it gospel centered. It's like, mm. it's like a strip club, right? <laughs> it's exactly like a strip club. It's, what, what, why what? isn't church, why isn't church in a strip club? Why don't we go and try and be like really Christian in that and have people like doing Christian stuff in that? You can't. You can't, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think the same thing with like raves. It's like, why do you need to change the perception uh, of uh, like what a rave party would look like uh, and make it gospel related uh, when like you can't, you already have that. One thing I really liked though is I think as young people, we like to party in general. Yeah. Right? Almost, not all, but like quite a large majority of young kids even if there's a small majority, like like a, a minority, there's a good majority of young kids that will at least go to the club at least once, right? Just yeah. as part of their high school, yeah, university, yeah, yeah. that you know, you know, yeah. that journey, right? Yeah. And it looks like we all like to have a bit of fun. Yeah. And their perception of a church on a Sunday morning or Sunday night is not like that. Yeah. But it does challenge it and it gives the people a bit of an outlet. For those of you who have been a Christian for a long time and you yeah. still want to party and stuff, what a great way. So yeah. sometimes it's not as complex as it needs to be. It doesn't. And we've mm. done a podcast on this, right? Mm -hmm. Where we talk about Christian music that's actual fire. Yeah. Like if you haven't listened to it, go have a listen to that podcast. Yeah. But I think there is Christian music that is really good. Really good. And I actually, like if Lecrae and 1K Feud did a concert, mm. I guarantee it's going to look like this. Mm. And it's going to have a really edifying message behind mm. it. Amen. Right? Yeah. We'd go in a heartbeat. Yeah, we'll we buy go. tickets like that and go. Yeah, we'll invite our non-Christians too. One hundred percent, and yeah. I reckon they would enjoy it. Yeah, right. Huh. And that's, so that's that's the nuance of what I want to get to today. Is that like worship music? And, and these guys are trying to do worship music. Mm. Let's not let's not get that mm. get that wrong. Is like it doesn't need to change the perception and go like yo, we got to go one eighty mm. the other way, mm -mm. right? I think worship music that like. Matt Redman, Chris Tomlin are doing is good. Yeah. I think this is still okay. Yeah. But don't feel like you got to go and be really like pushing the boundary of trying to get into the culture mm. when like like I said before, why? Mm. What's the point? Mm. Is that really going to like lead to great great results at the end of it? Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. That's talking about worship music. Uh. What I really want to talk to today about as well is the background music. Okay. And this is some of the conversations we've had about making good Christian music that goes viral mm. that goes global top 50 that is non-secular mm -mm. so josh can you actually get up one of my favorite artists actually going around is is leon bridges mm. he is a guy who probably is a christian he doesn't release christian music right okay. so grew up in uh in texas which like as australian listeners might not know is it's a really christian place and he's quite vocal about how his mum is a christian and like a lot of his music yeah. comes through yeah has religious tones to it 
And so, Josh, if you go to the, just the lyrics, we don't need to play the song. Like You can have a look at it in your own time. There's a song called River by Liam Bridges, which essentially is talking about the river of Christ. Yeah. Right? In my darkness, I remember Mama's words reoccur to me. Surrender to the good Lord and he'll wipe your slate clean. Amen. Take me to your river. Mm. He's talking about Christ there. Take me to your river. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's talking about. Mm. <laughs> in the music video, I think there's like a girl. I don't know what he's talking about, like love mm. and stuff like that. But. In there, there's there's some nuances of undertones, yeah, undertones of Christ in there. Now, this one doesn't have it as much. Mm, okay, mm. this is one of his songs that was on a secular album, mm. and there's other tones in that in that album as well, mm. in different songs that talk about Christ. He released another song called Conversion. I've told you about this song as well, and I'm yeah. like, you need to listen to this. Yeah. The actual sound of it as well. It sounds actually, Josh, can we play a little bit? Keep going forward a bit more. Yeah. So I want you to listen to this. And, and listen to the sound of it. So it's obviously a little bit more like, you know, bass guitar. Loungy. Yeah, loungy music. Incredibly loungy music. That, that album went viral. Like, huge. Mm. If you listen to some of the lyrics in it, right? I spit out the slop I was eating on. Always left me dry. My bones have been made alive from you breathing inside. He's, he's, this song is about conversion of how he was a non-Christian and became a Christian, right? Mm. Josh, you can pause it if you want. And go back to the lyrics for me. There's literally a point where he talks about, oh, here, look at that. I was chained to my sin. I was loving evil deeds in the dark. The dude's talking mostly about sex, mm. right? I was hugging them tight, closed my eyes, was clouded with lust for the adulteress, mm. but her ways lead to death. That's mm. Proverbs. That's Proverbs. Right? Mm. I was yeah. on my way to hell, wow. riding on a train first class. Wow. And then he, like, that stops. Mm. And then, like, there's a little bit of a bass that plays out, oh. electric guitar. And, and he goes, at the cross. Just play from there. I was hugging them I love this part, man. And I love how they play it out because it almost gets you to think about it, yeah, right? How you like the sin leads to death, right? And you sit in that for a little bit while this is playing out and you think about the sins in your own life and you're like, where does that lead to? Right? And then he comes in. And, and like, we can, uh, do you want to turn it down, Josh? Comes in to go and at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. Amen. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Amen. And I'm happy all the day. That's I am happy all the day. Amen. 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 I listen to this song. Man. All the time. One, because I love Liam Bridges, mm. as you probably know. Yeah. <laughs> Talked about it in a previous podcast. I listen to this song all the time because it reminds me of my conversion story. That yeah. I was once dead in sin and mm. now made alive in Christ. This is a non-Christian song. Mm. Do you understand that? Yeah. Mm. This guy is not singing this at a church. Mm. He's not singing this at a, at a Planet Shakers mm. or you know a conference and stuff. Mm. This is a non-Christian song that people listen to. Mm. And they might not even be Christian and they're listening to these lyrics and, mm. and the words behind this and the sounds in it mm. and it's edifying to Christ. Mm. 
right? Mm. Now, is Neil Bridges... And it's far more direct. Direct. Yeah. How yeah. direct is this yeah. compared to uh, some of the stuff that we were listening to? And it's actually more direct than some worship songs we've seen mm. at I church. I believe so. Because it's close so. to experience. Now, yeah. Leon I mean, Bridges might not have been writing this with the idea of mm. going, you know what? We're going to try and write this so that we get people come to know Jesus Christ. Mm. But I can guarantee this guy goes... I was once dead in my sin and I made a life in Christ. That story, mm. I'm going to put into a song. It's like, it's like the best artist, right? Yeah. When the first come to my mind when they create a song, it's yeah. about my experience. I want to express mm. my experience. Mm. I want to yeah, express what, what it. And this is big, right? For, for him, yeah. probably big. That's what I want to express. And that's the heart of the artist. You know what I mean? I get when real fired up about this and you know it. You mm. know it. Because mm. we've had some real conversations recently. Mm. Because I go, there is an ability mm to make good music mm. that has a message that centers around Christ. Mm. Now, Josh, if you pull up Who You Say I Am by Hillsong, beautiful song. We sing this in a church. Yeah, we do. Now, we've talked about how, yo, our day came to me a while ago where we're like, why, why don't we remix this with a like, top 40 mm. sound to it? Mm-mm. You know, sound like, like what are we talking, like Zed or um, Skrillex mm. or Avicii. Yeah. You know, like a little bit of a... A pop to it. Uh-uh. Or even you think about Cold Heart Mm-mm. with um, Dua Lipa and Elton Mm-mm. John right now. Mm-mm. Beautiful like sound to it. Mm-mm. Kiss Me More. Mm-mm. We love Doja Cat, Mm-mm. not just for Mm-mm. the lyrics that she sings, Mm-mm. but we love it for the sound. Mm-mm. You know, And that's why we always dance into it because the sound in that, for me, is Mm-mm. what I absolutely Mm-mm. love. Mm-mm. Who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Mm. Who the sun sets free, always free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Mm. Imagine just saying that. Who the sun sets free, always free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. On repeat, mm. right? Mm. EDM songs, like how many words are there in there? Like yeah. three lines? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did just repeat that. Yeah. Same with like uh, like a lot of like Zed songs or mm. like, you know, all those top 40 summer hits. Mm. They've just got like this hook, like the verse hook, bang. Mm. That's it. That's not really different from Christian music that we sing yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. This song can be sung on a Sunday. This song can be sung during the week mm. with a really nice sound to it. And that for me is where I go like, yes, I think worship music should follow the trend mm. and the culture of where we're at right yeah. now. Mm. Because the trend that we're in now is forming and it's going to be different in the future. Mm. We don't know what that's like. So we need to. We need to become relevant with it. Mm. But what we need to do as well is like make good music. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I love what those guys are doing in that conference style that we listened to mm. before. Mm. That ain't good music, man. Okay. That's not going to hit. That's mm. not going to hit top 40. And you talked a little bit about it. It's not going to like get a lot of views. It's not. Conversion is going to get a lot of views. Mm. It's like good message needs to be complemented with the good it music. It needs to be. Yeah. It needs to be with like good sounds. Don't try and like, I feel like it tries hard when you try and like push into this perception that we've got to change in mm. terms of like making a rave and all that. It's like, it tries too hard. It's a complex topic because with the way music goes as well, it's also arguably the way it is marketed. Yeah. as well like as to how viral it becomes so there's plenty yeah. of good music like conversion yeah. is a great song but i'm also surprised to see that it hasn't hit the million views right so like what is it about these songs that it doesn't really get there now that's obviously not like that's not there look at that oh okay all right yeah so when i look at something like this it's yeah. I, what i would also challenge is the creators of popular christian music yeah right for example oceans right freaking mm. yeah oceans went viral yeah it did right yeah that's really good so good music can be made it can, can be made but Do you know hillsong went on the billboard top top 200 it went like number one mm. at one point Mm-mm. lecrae one of his albums went 
number one. But the thing is, what I like about Leon Bridges' song is that it's finally hitting on some other references that Christian music has never encountered. Mm. So I think that's really good. Yeah. There's a lot that they can take a page out of his book as to how that all comes together in a perfect balance and create yeah. the perfect song. Yeah. Mate, the jury's out, but you know, we can always try. Yeah. We also appreciate music, for example, like, you know, Tori Kelly. Mm. Tori Kelly yeah. is also... She's a great example. Yeah, she's a, she's yeah. a Christian. She's a great example. Yeah. You know, uh, Lecrae... I think he's someone that could actually get very close with, you know, with collaborations with like Ty Dolla Sign, Blessings. Yeah, I think um, he has. Yeah. Yeah. And so that all is sort of making history. Also, 21 Pilots apparently have a little bit of like Christian connotations in their songs. Mm-hmm. Kanye West, who could ever forget? Kanye West, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Kanye West is a, a, a different... <laughs> we just did. <laughs> we just come back. Kanye West is the topic of it in itself. That's it, yeah. And, and Kanye, if you're listening to this, you're always welcome on this you're podcast. You're a genius. Mate. Yeah, always welcome on this podcast. We'd love to have a chat with you. But I suspect, you know, a person of that caliber would have to be surrounded by some drama and attention. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, anyway, you know, anyway. Whatever. The fact is that there is amazing music that does actually hit into the background music, which is like, you know, your top 40, your secular music, whatever. Mm. And we just want to encourage if there's uh, producers, if there's writers, mm. if there's musicians out there, Christian musicians, we hope that you can take a page out of what we've talked about today and be inspired mm. more than anything. Look, we don't want to criticize. We yeah. want to criticize. And in many ways, you probably have already thought about this a lot more than we have. Nah, probably not. I feel like genius. We're up here. Yeah. They're down there. Nah, 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 nah. Well, either way, either <laughs> okay, way, okay, either okay, way, just be, just be encouraged, yeah. I guess. I mean, yeah, we definitely. One thing that we definitely all agree on is that music has incredible power in yes. conveying a message. One hundred percent. Right. And so let's let's utilize that well and do it all in the name of Jesus. And like we're also like practicing what we preach mm. we i remember when i came in here a couple of weeks ago with i'm not musical talented at all as as you guys obviously know <laughs> but Kay and, and josh our producer are incredibly musically talented and i sort of came in here and was like yo guys i've got this idea we've got to do it mm. and we've we've been doing it we've been trying to to make good music nice. that we're amateurs sure. but that's what we we want to practice what we preach as well is like mm. yo how can we tap into that space yeah, yeah. and just contribute something because at the end of the day it's not how good the song sound but how edifying is it to Christ you know mm. and again all these people that we just played before mm. uh, in their own ways edifying Christ so praise God for that yeah love to see some music hit that top 40 man mm. that's love right. to see a TikTok song viral song that's got mm. some Christian messages in it praise like God dog. was Sort of in that space, it was, that yeah. Space, wasn't That's it? true, yeah. yeah. And like the beginning part was the real, like the most used part, I guess, because yeah. like TikTok videos are very short. Sure, yeah. but even that little message is very encouraging. Even yeah, even if you can't face it, they kind of wake you up. Yeah. So like, get up out of your bed and do something. Right? Yeah. Not very Christian, but still, and the people might listen to yeah. the whole song. So, yeah, uh, it's a complex topic. Complex. For those of you that are creating music out there. Shall we pray for them? We should. We should pray yeah. for them. Yeah. And those people that are that have a different appreciation in music and go to church and still sing along, praise God for you guys. Never stop worshiping. Yeah. Do you want to pray? I'll pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today that we were able to have this conversation. Thank you so much for the gift of music and the way in which it, it shakes our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that, uh, that your love is one that is so great that it is worthy of praise. And I pray that in many different ways that we do it in, we will do it in gratitude, thankfulness, and humility. For those of us who are in position of creativity, I pray that those people will ponder upon the love of Jesus Christ before they play one tune. 
And I pray that all of these songs will be able to reach the hearts of many, including the ones that do and don't believe. We give you thanks in all that we do. And, and when we do make it about ourselves, we are sorry and we repent of these things. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And for the listeners out there, if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Yes, I do work. Work. We love you. Like